What's up, guys? Welcome to the Thoreau Show. My name is Matt. I'm Victoria. And uh, it is not Saturday. It's Sunday. Sunday. Missed it again. Missed it again. It's just... I don't know. We're trying our best here. I'm trying. I'm, trying, I'm struggling. We're dealing with a sample of the terrible twos or terrific twos, as my mom likes to call it. And I told her yesterday, there's nothing terrific about this. Basically, being an adult, an adult is a nightmare. <laughs> and, um, and I'm then, just kidding. I love my kid. Yeah. Being an adult is a lot. And then add a, an almost two-year-old on that. It's got work. Bills, kids, pets, house projects, the list never ends. Yeah. And yeah, it feels like sometimes, I don't know if it's just like how we are as people, but it feels like I can't ever relax. I'm like, there's so much to do, but I don't even have the energy to do it. Yeah. The the best way to describe having a toddler so remember the old cartoons when they'd be eating a meal and they're just eating and eating and eating, but the pile never gets smaller. <laughs> it's yeah. like that with cleaning. Yes. I cleaned so much on Thursday. I literally like did so much cleaning. I was like wiping off our walls because they had some chalk on them. I vacuumed. I spot mopped. I did the dishes. I did like folded and put away laundry. I cleaned up the lid. I did so much. And then on Friday, I was like, I'm just going to rest for a minute. And then when you got off work, it looked like I did nothing on the next day. Like the next day it was like dishes in the sink. What do you do all day? No, <laughs> it, dishes in the sink and chalk on the walls again. And just like pet hair in the corners. I was like, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> like, and uh, in case you didn't know, you probably do. We got yeah. another one on the way. So yeah, we are pregnant again. Up. Yeah. I'm Add guessing, more to this circus. I'm guessing we're probably not going to like podcast for a while once we have a, a baby. Yeah, I can't imagine us podcasting for a bit. We'll take a paternity break from podcasting. Yeah. I'm sure you guys will be so disappointed. <laughs> right. um, I know. It'll just be a lot. We'll have to find our rhythm as yeah. parents of a newborn and toddler and then... When we find our rhythm, maybe we can add podcasting into the mix. Yeah. And we do want to apologize for oh, yeah. missing last week. We did miss last week. Truth be told, we did. <laughs> we did record. Record a podcast. But, but Matt had like a side gig that he did over the weekend. And like when he got home, like we hadn't really like seen each other all day. So it was mostly us just like talking to each other and like not really focusing on the post and then it was just like we got off on tangents and we were like it was very bad yeah and we woke up we woke up the next day and we're like how are you feeling about that podcast we're not posting that right (laughs) yeah it was bad it was not i think we were both tired too you were taking care of olivia all day yeah i was working on my day off yeah and normally like when you have like the side gigs i'll go up and like see my family but they were all out of town, so it was just like we were stuck at home. Just life grinds you down, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was so bad, so we just didn't post it. Um, but we're here now. I have a LaCroix. Victoria I have a- has a vitamin water mixed with a LaCroix. I'm getting fancy. My little mocktail. Yeah, you're a... <laughs> I highly recommend mixologist. Yeah, I highly recommend mixing vitamin water and sparkling water. Very delicious. 
I'm, I get scared sometimes because I feel like the the older that I get, the harder is it is for me to like pull words out of my vocabulary. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Is there a tumor? <laughs> you just have a lot going on. Um. Anyways, glad to be here. Yeah. Um. Shall we get into the juice? Let's get into the juice. All right, why don't you read this first one? All right, so this one is, am I the a-hole for coming home early from meeting my boyfriend's parents? My boyfriend and I went to see his parents for the first time this weekend. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. We were supposed to say Saturday, Sunday, and fly back on the afternoon of Monday. I'm writing this Sunday night already back in my own bed. My boyfriend's parents greeted us at the airport and brought us home. They then proceeded to ask me if I had drugs in my bag, and I was pretty shocked because who asks that? I said I only have Tylenol, and they nodded and showed us to our rooms, which meant not the guest room, and my boyfriend was to sleep in his old room. Or she said I got the guest room and my boyfriend was to sleep in his old room. His parents were serving dinner, and during dinner, I was asked to pay for my portion of the Thanksgiving dinner, which was $30. I was pretty shocked and angry because, again, who does that? I've never been asked to pay for someone else's ingredients, someone's ingredient fees when a guest is at their place. I didn't answer and then confronted my boyfriend in his room and asked why I was asked to pay. He just says it's something that they ask their friends as well when they have a barbecue. They ask people to pay their portion. Honestly, I'm shocked they have friends. I reminded that him that he has eaten at my parents' place dozens of times and was never asked to pay. He claimed if they asked, he would have, but they never did, because it's because it's rude to ask that to a guest. Um, but his mom came and got me and escorted me to my room. I was fuming and looking for tickets home and texted my boyfriend to say I was going home tomorrow. He called me and begged me to stay, begged me to stay, saying his family already doesn't like me for an agri- for not agreeing to pay for dinner. And I'm just making it worse. I ignored him and rebooked an early flight, which was very expensive, and got a cab to the airport in the morning. I told my friend this, who had confirmed they've never been asked to pay for a meal while they were a guest. And if they were struggling, why even invite me over? Is this normal practice? Their house was pretty big too, so I don't think it was a money thing for them. Am I the a-hole? It's just weird. That's very weird. It's weird because I feel like there's like an etiquette when you're hosting people. You know what I mean? If it's, if it's something that's like you're charging a door fee, you tell people in advance. Yeah. Like, Hey, like everyone bring five bucks. We're all pitching in. Yeah. But that's not, but that's that's like, but that's like college dorm stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not Thanksgiving. I remember when we first moved in and we were going to have like a Halloween party or something and you were like, well, maybe we should ask people to pitch in or bring their own and i was like no 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 no. we're homeowners now and when you host things you host you you know you don't ask people to pay for your party (laughs) like when you're the host you take care of those things because you're hosting an event and it comes with the territory at least i think that's how it should be there's an etiquette to hosting you don't ask people to well it's kind of like when the shoe's on the other foot and you go to some place like it's kind of nice being like wine and dined wine and dined and it's like getting to do that for other people is nice sometimes yeah. too. Like you wouldn't invite someone over for dinner and then be like, and you need to wash your plate. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It's like there's an etiquette and there's a, like an expectation when you're hosting an event. 
and it, it is a lot of work. So if you can't do it, don't host. <laughs> you Here's know? all the the list of the ingredients that I bought for the dinner tonight. Um, let's say we split it four ways. What? Yeah, it's weird. That's very weird. And it's f- a they're in Canada. Sounds yeah, like. very un-Canadian of them. Yeah, Canada's all about. I feel like they like. I'm wondering a couple of things. Like obviously they don't like her. It's <laughs> like off the bat asking if she had drugs on her right is weird like i just went through customs (laughs) is there like a history and like what what do they think about her to lead to that question that being the very first question and it's weird if the boyfriend to to like not warn her like if that is even a customary thing that they do which i find that hard to believe like asking your friends like to foot the bill of your barbecue like why would if that's a normal thing that they do why not mention it before yeah like hey by the way my parents are kind of weird and they ask that you cover your portion i can cover it for you since it's so weird or just let her know yeah maybe that would be a more normal thing if it was like the community the whole community was having like a barbecue at their house you know what i mean yeah and i mean with thanksgiving i feel like it is a lot for one family to like make everything so a lot of times if there's other families coming over like everyone can bring a side or something i feel like that's how we've done it in both families like and i remember when we hosted we were not great hosts which is why we don't host a ton but this is like a guest this is like a guest guest this isn't even like i yeah family it's so weird to me and i also wonder i mean i don't it's not specified anywhere but i wonder too if there's like a race element to it Hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah, if like I don't the parents know. are like low key racist, like if she's a person of color. Ooh, that's a good thought. And do you know what I mean? Like that was my first thought too is like if she's a person of color and they're just like really racist. What people. are your thoughts on obviously the, the thing with making her and thirty bucks is a lot. That's a lot for a dinner. For like a homemade dinner? I mean because come on. You trying to cop a profit here? That's what it seems like. And like they said, the house is big, so it's not like they're hurting for money. It's like, it's just so petty. It is petty because it's like, is your Thanksgiving dinner? I mean, maybe it is for four people, $120. I mean. Like, I love inviting people over and being like, listen, we got it. Sometimes if people ask, like, is there anything I can bring? I'm like, yeah, you can bring like something if you want, but we'll have everything covered. Yeah. Like if there's like a very specific drink you want, bring it. Otherwise, we're going to have this. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. I don't know. I don't think they're the a-hole at all. I think they should break up because this guy's weird. At least his family. His family's weird. weird. But I think he's also weird for not giving her a heads up or defending her. And like she said, like, you've been to my family a bunch of times. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be weird if I asked you to pay every time you came over to my family's for dinner? Right. And then how he was like, well, I would if they had asked. Like, well, nobody does that because it's rude. So no, they weren't thinking to ask you to put up $10 for the, like, you know what I mean? Like nobody does that. No one's keeping a running tab. That's like, that's poverty mindset to the to, That's extreme. extreme cheapskates is what that is. That's extreme poverty mindset. Like, listen, we have poverty mindset, like the, the, the best of them, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like. We, we can be pretty cheap at times, yeah. but I, we wouldn't even think to do this. I would never think to be like, okay, everyone, your share, your share, yeah. pay it up. 
Unless Sen- it was <laughs> sending like, a Venmo request. Sometimes if you're holding ga- like big gatherings a lot and you're just a, like a place of hosting, it would be a big financial burden. Yeah. Like all the time. So in those situations, like maybe now that we got the backyard done, if I ha- start having a bunch of game nights, I can tell, you know, I'd probably tell people to, hey, you know, bring a drink of your choice. BYOB. Or, or, I think you know that's I mean? more acceptable. BYOB. Yeah. Or bring your own BYOD, bring your own drink. Like that's more acceptable than like paying $30 for everything. Yeah. Um, what, what do you, what are your thoughts on, um, her immediately like making them go to separate rooms? I don't know. Cause I feel like everyone's super different. I feel like if that's the rules of the house, like whatever it is, what it is. But I feel like we were like, whenever we stayed anywhere before we were married, I'm it curious. was like separate yeah. rooms. I, I if they get, were married, I think that would be I don't think weird. They're no, they're not married. That, but that's what I'm saying is like if they were married, that would be weird. Um, yeah, I think you do got to be respectful of the rules, and I'm wondering how old they are. You know what I mean? I know because if they're like older, if they're in the you know, they're in the 30s, like at that point, like you're an adult, kind of do what you want. I get like having that boundary, like hey, you guys aren't married, sleep in separate rooms, whatever. But it is super weird that like the mom escorted her back to her room because she was in, and they probably weren't in there for that long. They were just talking, and the fact that she like busted in and escorted her back to her room. No, no, no. Be like, what the? Right. We're having a conversation, Shirley. Reminds me like that Get Out family or something. Oh my gosh! Right. Uh, Um. Very strange. Yeah. Um, I would just be like, <laughs> you can be really petty and be like, mm, no thanks. And then like go get McDonald's and just eat at the table with everyone else. Absolutely done. You know what? I don't even need this food. It's a little steep for me for the, the quality here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely done. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It sucks if they liked each other a lot, but like... It would also suck having such a gross and weird relationship with your in-laws like that if they ever got married. Yeah, I, w- yeah, I wonder how long they've been dating and how old they are. I feel like, I don't know, it doesn't matter for me personally. I don't think it would matter how long I had been dating that person. That is not a dynamic I would want to be married into and deal with the rest of my Do life. Do you think that like bad in-laws is a is a deal breaker? I feel like it can be. Like, what if you met my family and they were just freaking assholes? But you really in general me. or to me? Um, because I feel like that makes a difference. Let's say just to you. Just to me, I don't know. I think that'd be hard because this is someone you're gonna have to deal with the rest of your life, and it's not like you can like. I feel like if I really, if that was the situation, and I was like really loved the relationship I would just not yeah. go to the events and be like sorry I'm no contact with you would family. you say the deal breaker in this story here is that he didn't like defend her or like mm. be on her side what if the situation was a little bit different and he was like you know what, you're right this is ridiculous yeah I think if he had like defended her more it would have been different because then they could have put up boundaries and if their family respected the boundaries, then that's different. Yeah. But the fact that he was just like, it's just, this is the way it is. My 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I think the the way he reacted to it was the deal breaker. Yeah. The fact that he was like, well, you got to do it. Like, you don't need to tell off your parents or anything, but just be like, hey, that wasn't called for. Like, why are you asking if she has drugs? Yeah. And then also like, hey, we've never made our guests pay. Why are you having her pay? Yeah. Or like, hey, you know what? I didn't inform her that there was a fee for dinner. I'll cover her portion. Like, who knows what his relationship is like with his parents? But like, if the first time I brought you to meet my parents and the first thing they asked you was like, you got any drugs in your bag? I'd be like. Are you guys serious? <laughs> I know. I feel like we both, if my parents did that too, I'd be like, are you kidding? We're going to leave. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Like, if you trust me as your son, then please trust the person that I'm, I, I've I have chosen good judgment, to have a relationship yeah. with. Yikes. So yikes. Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole. Parents, yes. All right, let's get on to the next one. Next post. Am I the a-hole for returning my stepdaughter's birthday gift because she didn't have a cupcake? Because she didn't save a cupcake for my daughter. I'm a female 33 engaged to my fiance, male 36. I have a four-year-old daughter and he has a 16-year-old daughter. He comes from a conservative family, so we won't move in together until after marriage. So far, we're good on terms as a blended family but I noticed that my stepdaughter acts kind of distant towards my daughter. Every time I try to talk to my fiance about it, he'd tell me to give the kids a chance to bond and warm up to each other. My stepdaughter's 16th birthday took place on a Sunday. Since she's into baking, she decided to bake cupcakes instead of having an actual birthday cake. My daughter and I went over to my fiance's house to attend the party and I brought my stepdaughter a gift, which was an iPhone. We sat down and started serving everyone cupcakes. Then when it was my daughter's turn, she bluntly said she was sorry, but she didn't save any for my daughter. I felt confused. I asked if she made enough cupcakes and whether there were any guests that came uninvited. She said no, and that she just didn't make one for my daughter. I asked why, and she refused to say. I was so mad and felt hurt on my daughter's behalf. I got up and told my fiance that I wanted to leave. My fiancé tried to stop me and offered his cupcake to my daughter, but I refused to take it. On the way out, I grabbed the gift I brought brought for my stepdaughter, and she stood there and watched. I could hear her yell, Dad, she took the iPhone, while I was walking out with my daughter. My fiancé tried to get me and go back inside, but I refused. Later, he came over and we had an argument. He said I overreacted and and that I know how some teenagers can be moody and do random stuff without explanations, so I I shouldn't take it personally. I said she excluded my daughter and didn't save her a cupcake, but he said it was just a cupcake and then reminded me that he offered his cupcake and said I should have accepted it and called it a day. He said taking the iPhone, which was supposed to be a gift, back was poor taste and it might hurt my relationship with his daughter. I refused to give it to him so he could give it to her since she was crying about it. He left and he was mad at me. We haven't talked since, except via texts. And then there's an edit. says, she's been wanting the iPhone for a while, and since her dad couldn't buy it, I decided it'd be nice that I gifted it to her. For those who are asking how a teenager could own an iPhone, I'm sorry if it's uncommon where you live, but where I live, iPhones aren't the most common phones. Also, I saw she served her girlfriend a whole plate of cupcakes, so it's not like she baked a specific number. I would be enraged if this, if I was OP. For sure. I think I would baby grip 
the plate of cupcakes out of the girlfriend's hand. It sucks. I feel like blended families are just messy because like the dad doesn't necessarily have control over what his 16 year old daughter does. But again, it's like how he reacted. He, yeah. he like, he didn't even say anything to his daughter. He was just like, eh, you can have my cupcake. You know how teenagers are like, uh, no, that's evil. That's so malicious to yeah. intentionally not bake a cupcake for a four year old. At a birthday party? Like, okay, Lady Tremaine, what is your deal? <laughs> Lady who? Lady Tremaine from Cinderella. She was, or I guess she would be more of a Drizella. I don't know either of those people. It's from Cinderella, the evil stepsister. Oh, okay. But that is just so malicious. I feel like if you're listening to this and you don't have a kid, you may not like get how it would feel, but it's like... You, I feel like you almost experience your kid's emotions, but like double heightened. It's heightened. So like when your kid is happy, it's like, oh, it's the most joyous feeling in the world. Like watching them be happy and you watch them when you watch them get hurt. It's like, uh, it literally breaks your heart. Watching them get hurt is one thing, but watching them be like intentionally like bullied or hurt. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you would handle that. Yeah. And it I sucks think because like, I mean, that's going to be her sister, you know, stepsister. No. No. I would not marry that man. Really? No. After from nope. this one incident? Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> really? Absolutely. It's not too late to call it off. <laughs> Give him the ring back. I'm not being dramatic. I'm not being dramatic because if this is how she's going to act with a four-year-old at a birthday party, how is she going to act to this child living in the house all the time? Yeah. She's not going to be nice and that poor four-year-old, like that's how it's going to be the rest of their life. Yeah, it'd be sad for that four-year-old for sure. Yeah, she's not going to feel safe or comfortable in her own home. Yeah. No. I don't know. I don't know if I would uh, call it off. I would of call thing. it off. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's not just because the cupcake thing. It'd be a fight for thing. sure. It's not just because the cupcake thing. It's like that 16-year-old daughter is a spoiled brat, and her dad is not doing her any favors by, like, like I don't know, like the fact that she knew she was getting an iPhone, that he told her that. Off the bat, she got upset, more upset that the phone wasn't there and that she was taking the phone. And the fact that he came back and was just like not apologizing for his daughter's behavior. And like I talked to her about why that was wrong and why she shouldn't do that and that they need to get on better. None of that. It was just like, you need to give the phone back because she wanted it. Like, <laughs> excuse it's me. It's going to damage your relationship with her. Homie, that relationship, that relationship has relationship been is, damaged. It already is damaged. Like... It's not too late to give the ring back and not marry him. (laughs) The glass is shattered, you know? Yeah. And then also it's just like interesting that like, I don't know, I guess you are engaged, but like you're the one gifting his daughter a phone. Like if he can't afford it, then she can't get it. Yeah. Sorry. It does sound like they're in a country where like iPhones aren't super common. No, it says that they are. Oh, are the most common. I read that wrong. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I read it flipped. (laughs) Um, Well, if that's the case. I'm assuming they live in America. Yeah. iPhones are super common here. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It would be tough because, I mean, she's a couple years, you know, a couple years down the road, she might be moving out. Who knows? 
Well, if she can't, or, or yeah. hold an iPhone, maybe not. No, she can't. I don't know. I don't. I think that's like an old concept too of like people moving out when they're eighteen. Yeah. Because there's no way in this economy. In this economy. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. It sucks because I think you you're absolutely spot on. Like how he handled it and like how he never had the conversation with daughter his daughter like was not correct yeah um but it also sucks because like that is his daughter so he can't just like cut her out of the picture yeah i mean you can't cut her out of the picture but i feel like if she's old enough to say out loud that she intentionally didn't bake a cupcake for a four-year-old yeah. She's old enough to understand cons- like cause and effect, cons- like actions and consequences. Like, and like, hey, you did something really nasty yeah. and you're not getting that phone anymore. It was a gift and it doesn't like you don't. Yeah. I feel like I'm trying to put my myself in the shoes of that dad and what I would do. And I feel like if it was my 16 year old daughter and she did that at the birthday, I'd be like, hey, let's go in the other room and talk. Like, yeah, what the what's going on? Yeah. Why did you think that was okay? Like what, why would you intentionally not bake a cupcake yeah. for your soon to be stepsister? Like you, you guys are going to be go, sisters. You need to figure out, figure out the math and give her a cupcake right now. And apologize. And apologize or bake some more or I'm taking that iPhone away. Yeah. As the dad, you are not getting a gift from them if you can't even give them a cupcake. Yeah. That's not how it works. And that's what I'm saying is like, there, there was none of that. If that had been the case, yeah, still go forward because the daughter can learn. But to like, it's so nasty to exclude Toxic. a four-year-old like that. Yeah, that would be so sad. Like the poor four-year-old's probably I mean, sitting there feeling so excluded. I know. And we have a four-year-old nephew and I know he would be so upset. I mean, our two-year-old would be so upset if she didn't get... Oh, I would be upset if I went to a birthday <laughs> and they're like, sorry, buddy, I forgot to bake you one. Not, not even the fact that like I would want the cupcake, but just feeling excluded. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, the intentional exclusion. Oh, why am I here? <laughs> I would take my gift back as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's the a-hole. I think that the family she's supposed to be marrying yeah, into is. Yeah, a-hole for sure. Choose your daughter. That dad is a wet blanket. That's all I got to say. Oh, he's been soaking for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Love next. it. Next post. Again, another step kid situation. Am I the a-hole for outing my dad to my grandparents because I was forced to share my car? Okay, so when I first read this, I, w- I thought like they meant outed like it was like, oh, dad's gay, but that is not dead. what happened i will read uh my 17 female parents divorced when i was six my dad remarried when i was 10 to my stepmom who has a kid 16 male my stepbrother's dad is not in the picture neither is my mom so we do both live full time in the same house i'm pretty close with my paternal grandparents because i spend the whole summer with them and help them around my stepbrother is always invited but he never comes It's not that my grandparents don't love him or accept him, but they're just not close. For my 17th birthday, my granddad gave me his old truck, and I was over the moon. It's a pretty classic 
and that he owned when he was 17 himself and took really good care of it. It doesn't look brand new, but it does work as good as new, and it's super sentimental. I've loved that truck ever since I was a kid, and I'm so happy it's mine. My granddad and I were making plans so I could paint it pink and change the seats. But it turns out that per my dad's comment, I can't since it's not just my truck, but also my stepbrother's. I said, nuh-uh, my granddad gave it to me. It's mine and I can do whatever I want with it. It's still under my granddad's name, but I pay the insurance and gas. My dad said it wasn't fair because they didn't get him a truck on his birthday, so it's only fair I have to share. We fought for days, but eventually I was forced to give up the key so he could make a copy. I despise every moment my stepbrother drives my car. I hate the schedule my dad that my dad made because it favors him, and I hate my stepbrother because he just went with it. To be honest, it never occurred to me to tell my granddad what was going on. This past Friday, he and grandma came to give me a pink plate frame that he found and offered to change it for me. I said thank you, but that I couldn't, and I just spilled everything. The scheduled, the force sharing, the yelling, the copy of the key, the fact that I couldn't change the truck to my liking because my stepbrother wasn't going to drive a pink car. Needless to say, my granddad was furious. He went inside and yelled to my dad, demanded the copy of the key to my stepbrother had, and said that if he ever drives the truck again without my permission, he's calling the police and getting him arrested. My dad was mad, like real mad. He said it was wrong on so many levels because my stepbrother was innocent and that I made granddad berate him for nothing. He called me selfish and an entitled brat and is threatening to make me pay rent for what I did. My stepbrother called me an a-hole and said I could have just asked for the truck. Am I the a-hole? I love how I love how like the dad is mad at Is it his daughter? Yeah, it's his daughter. So I love that he's mad at his daughter. And um, what was she supposed to do? Like lie to her grandpa? Yeah. Like she literally did nothing but tell him the truth. Yeah. Like, oh no, they they wouldn't let me put that plate on because I'm sharing it with, with my stepbrother. Like that's between you and the grandpa because it's the grandpa's car. He still owns it. Yeah. He can let whoever he wants drive it. And whoever he doesn't want. (laughs) Yeah. It's not your decision. And if you want him to have a car so bad, buy him a car. Yeah. Save up for it. Or let let him use yours. Yeah. But like, this was not, not the deal. Sorry if it feels unfair. Maybe it feels unfair. But... At the end of the day, it is what it is. And she, like she said, she has a great relationship with her grandparents because she stays there every summer and helps them around. Yeah. So it's like, not that she's like paid her dues, but I mean, she has, she's earned that car. Like she's, they have a good relationship. They, like they wanted to do something nice for her because she does something nice for them all the time. Yeah. The entitlement of the like stepbrother to be like, well, you could have just asked to use the car if you wanted. I... I could have asked. Homie, that's my I don't even blame the stepbrother here. Because the stepbrother isn't the one making the decisions. Like he's benefiting from it because he's getting to use the truck. But like it was a hundred percent the dad that was like, Nope, you're sharing it with your stepbrother. Give me the key and making a copy for him. So scummy. I get like wanting to appease the, the stepbrother and the stepmom. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because maybe he's just trying to keep the peace. 
but like he has an out. He can just be like, listen, it's the, his grandpa's decision. He made this decision. He doesn't want him to drive it. Yeah. Exactly. Let her paint it pink. If he wants to drive a pink car once in a while, let him go for it. But it's her car. She can paint it pink. Yeah. The fact that they were like, you can't paint that because he won't drive it. Like, then let's paint it. Let's buy the paint today. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This reminds me of that one post that we read with like the stepkids or no, I don't even think it was stepkids in that post, but like one of the kids got to go on a family or like a oh, vacation. Yeah. He got to go to Disneyland uh-huh. with his friend and the mom was like, no, he can't come on the family vacation with us because it wouldn't be fair to our like, daughter. What? People's that like one was even weirder because fairness like, is just so warped. I know it is. I just, I don't know. Sorry. I had a burp. Um, I don't know. It's just so bizarre to me. Like, Like, kind of back to that post of, like, the Disneyland thing, like, how the dad had said, like, they're, like, maybe it's not fair, but life is going to yeah. hand you unfair situations all the time. Like, if the stepbrother's grandparents give him $50,000 for college, are you going to make him split it? Exactly. No. I <laughs> know. <laughs> There's some weird, uh, misogyny going on here. No, I'm just kidding. But maybe oh. there is. I don't know. It's just like... And then the fact that he's like so mad at her and... and Threatening to make her pay rent. Like, it's not even up to her at this point. Her rent money is going to go to her brother's truck. (laughs) (laughs) She just has to pay a car payment for her brother. Her stepbrother. I feel bad for this girl. Right? I wonder, too, if she can, like, move in with the grandparents. (laughs) It's just, yeah. Like you already well, live with them during the summer. Because um, her parents divorced when she was six. Yeah. And that's like, that's tough already. Yeah. And then her dad remarried when she was 10. Um, stepbrother's dad is not in the picture anymore and neither is her mom. So they all live in the same house. I'm wondering where the stepmom is in all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like what she on. thinks. Or she's just like silently like not going to overstep. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, it just seems like she has a really good relationship with her grandparents. Yeah. And it's not like, like she said, her grandparents haven't like excluded the stepbrother in anything or like refused to acknowledge him. They like invite him over. He just doesn't come. Sorry, bro. (sighs) People and their entitlement is always baffling to me. It sounds like the the dad is just mad because like one, he didn't get his way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he got berated by the grandparents. Yeah. It's like if you weren't like, why did this have to be hidden if it wasn't wrong? <laughs> you know? Why are you mad if you're telling the truth? If it's the grandparents like, if it's his dad's parents. It's his parents. Yeah. Yeah. It's not her biological mom's parents. Yeah. He got so whooped him. by his daddy. Yeah. <sighs> Dude, if I had a son and my son treated his daughter like that, I'd be pissed too. Right? Like, no, I gave this truck to my granddaughter. Not that redhead stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and I think it's probably another level of hurt on the grandpa. Because, like, you love your granddaughter so much and she does so much for you. And then to have to share it with this, the kid that you invite over every summer. But he's like, no, I'm good. And it just sucks because it sounds like they talked about it and, like, had this whole thing planned to paint it and, like, personalize it for her. And, like, it was going to be a fun thing that they were going to do together. And then it was probably heartbreaking being like, oh, no, we can't do it. They told me I couldn't do it because my stepbrother wouldn't like that. Yeah, and she probably had a level of hurt on her face and in her voice. Yeah. Because, like, she said she's loved that truck forever. And it was, I don't know. It's just, uh, <sighs> I feel bad for her. And it sounds like she wasn't going to be no snitch. She yeah. didn't, like, immediately call her grandparents and be like, Grandpa. Yeah. It, it was, was like, only after they brought her a gift for her car that they talked it's about. It's going to come out eventually that he's driving it. Yeah. You can't hide that. Not the a hole. Is this one you? Uh, no, I read the last one. You did? I have a terrible memory. <laughs> um, okay. Am I the a hole for telling? <laughs> it's just like silence for like three minutes while we're waiting for each other to read it. <laughs> you uh, go, no, you go. Am I the a hole for? I'm sorry. It just made me think. I feel like there's nights that we've done that before, like in our bedtime routine with like, (laughs) we say a prayer every night with our daughter and some nights, like after we read our books, like we'll just be sitting to lunch. Like after five minutes is like, aren't you praying? That was your turn. (laughs) Um, am I the a-hole for telling my wife we can't fully participate in her family Christmas traditions? My wife, 36 female, and I, 38 male, have been married for 10 years and have three kids, eight, five, and three. We both work full-time and live fairly comfortably. I work in sales and have had a somewhat down year in commission-wise, at least compared to the last couple years. Coupled with inflation this year and the cost of raising three growing kids, our budget has definitely tightened a bit. Nothing serious. We just aren't saving as much as we have been able to in the past uh, years past but also enough of a change to warrant a careful look into our spending, at least in my opinion. My wife's family is large. She has five siblings and they all have kids. They also love Christmas. They make a huge deal about it. One of their traditions is that each sibling in their family buy a gift for each and every one of their nieces and nephews. We are also expected to buy gifts for each of her siblings and their parents. They at least say not to spend more than $20 on a gift, but that's still hundreds of dollars. And let's be honest, a $20 gift for a kid is either going to be ignored within a month, destroyed, or completely disregarded. <laughs> so true. Yeah. That's so They're true. expensive. <laughs> In my opinion, I would rather draw names for one to two people and get them a gift that is actually thoughtful and worthwhile. After buying school supplies for our older kids and both of them wanting to participate in fall activities this year, I looked at our budget and saw that we're actually spending more than we have in the past few years. I had a talk with my wife about where we can curb some of our spending. I suggested that maybe we have a talk with her family about their Christmas tradition of buying literally everyone a gift. In my eyes, that's the easiest way to cut out hundreds of dollars of spending in one swoop. She took great offense at this and told me that her family has been doing this tradition for years before I came into the family and she's not going to be one who tries to stop it. She said that we are just going to have to find ways to cut spending elsewhere. 
She told me I was a jerk for even suggesting such a thing when I know how important Christmas is to her family. She suggested we don't buy gifts for each other this year instead, but that's only a fraction of what we're spending on gifts. When I asked her for other suggestions, she didn't have an answer because she likes her quality of life and thinks we're doing fine. I showed her the numbers and she still didn't think it's a, that big of a deal. I mean, yes, it's not like we're going to lose the house, but I don't think she's taking this seriously as she should be, especially if I have another down year the next year. I suggested we cut way back on things like Starbucks. She gets it every day. And she got pissed saying that I spend more money on golfing. I golfed three times this year. She's mad because she thinks I'm trying to cut spending on things that she cares about more about. I just think that her family Christmas tradition is the easiest way to cut back. Am I the a-hole? I think OP is not the a-hole. I think they're a very reasonable person. I think people like OP's wife are like, we're living fine now, but they're not thinking about future emergencies like OP is. Like if he does have another down year and if something were to happen to his career or something. You know, I think when everything happened in the last two years, a lot of people that had like a giant savings to fall back on burned through it so quick because they had lost their jobs and inflation and stuff like that. Like, so I think OP's being really reasonable here. I think that the wife's family tradition is wild to me because we, like, neither of our families have really been like, I mean, they like Christmas, but we're not buying literally every single person a gift. You know what I mean? And growing up, it wasn't like, I mean, growing up, I remember, um, like we had a huge family on my dad's side and they would just do like stocking stuffers. Like everyone, like the aunts and uncles would just do like a $5 stocking stuffer. So it was like, okay, you got something, but it's not like we're breaking the bank. Yeah. Well, and I think there's other things you can do. Like if you want to keep that tradition of still getting everybody a gift, you can find a way to make more like personalized, like handcrafted gifts. Here's a recipe card. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's hard for me because I think people are different. Yeah. But I am the type of person that gifts are like not my love language. Like I do not like gifts I like I would even go as far as to say like I would rather not get gifts a lot of the time just because like I don't know I always feel weird like opening gifts in front of people yeah because there's always the off chance that you're like oh thanks but you have to like pretend you know what I mean yeah so I don't know I'm not saying I hate gifts I'm not saying I don't like giving gifts but it's not something that would be difficult for me to there's been years I'm like, just don't give me anything. I have everything I want. Yeah. And because I, I, I feel that way. I feel like if I wanted or needed something for myself, um, I could just, I don't know. Yeah. You just get it. Um, if you wanted it that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I get if it's like a tradition that they've been doing for a long time. It would be like maybe she's worried about the perception. That's of like, true. Hey, are you guys not doing okay? Like, why did you not get gifts this year? Um, but the same, like, I feel like there's been years where, like, um, 
we decided instead of getting everyone getting a gift for everybody, yeah. we we pulled names. Oh, like, yeah. Okay, you get a gift for them, you get a gift for them. I think the past couple of years, that's what my family's done. Just like, it's just easier to, instead of like trying to figure out a gift for every single person, like that time of year is already so stressful. Yeah. That way it's just like, okay, let's just pick a name out of a hat. And, and I think like you yeah. get one person a meaningful gift. Yeah. And that, I think that's important too is like, sorry, is like the meaningful aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that that's definitely true for kids. Like a lot of times you get them a gift and they're going to forget it or break it within a couple weeks. Yeah. But I'd say that's true with like adults. A lot of the time, like if you're getting someone a gift just to get them a gift, like, um, this, I'm going to say this because this is no one in your family and I don't think the person that, I don't know. I'm not going to name any names, okay. <laughs> but there, and it's a very nice gesture, but sometimes we'll get gifts and it's like, well, what do I do with this? Yeah. And it's like, you just keep it cause you don't want to throw it away cause it was a gift. Every white elephant gift at a work party. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like. I feel like Ryan from the office, like I can throw this away now <laughs> or, I, or can I can wait leave. three months and then throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And that's the thing too, is like, I know it sounds so like silly, but it's like, I get what he's saying. Like why, if the limit's $20, like I'd rather just not get you a gift because there's no like good gift I can give you for $20 Yeah, for every single part. Like, no, no. Some people are really hard to get gifts for. Yeah. It's like, who the, what do I get you? You know what I mean? And then it's also sucks that like, it looks tacky or cheap to give like a gift card, like a Visa gift card or something. Yes. But I personally, I would love that. That's true. Because then I can put that towards something I really want (laughs) instead of like a knickknack. You know what I mean? I remember growing up, I had an uncle. He was smart about it. Like he first would start off by giving us like uh, whatever dollar amount of gift card to Target. And I always loved it. I always look forward to going to Target afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then as we got older, it was just cash. <laughs> he knew what was up. I think too, it's interesting because like the things that you appreciate as a kid or the things you don't appreciate as a kid, like as an adult, you're like, yes. Yeah. Like as a kid, I had an aunt that every year she would give me like a towel, like a really nice beach towel for my birthday. I was like, oh, <laughs> I don't want towels. <laughs> but as an adult, I'm like, dang, that's a nice towel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's so funny. Or like when you would get socks and underwear as a yeah. kid, it was like, thanks. Yeah, great. <laughs> my parents would have just bought that for me. But as an adult, it's like, oh my God. Thank you. I don't have to spend my own money on this. Oh my God. <laughs> I just blew out two pairs last week. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's true though. That you I blew remember. out two pairs last week? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying like, it's true like that like the gifts that you don't appreciate as a kid. Like, thanks. I remember seeing this like meme online like a couple years back that was like reaching that point in the year that anything that you're out of becomes your Christmas gift. Right. <laughs> um, to toothpaste. Okay, I'll put that on the Christmas list. <laughs> I feel like as, an, as a parent, that's great because it does two things. It knocks out a gift. 
<laughs> you're like, okay, that's a gift. And also you're nailing something that you would have had to buy them anyways. Yeah. So it's like, you're kind of double dipping. It's going to be interesting for us in the coming years. Cause our daughter's birthday is like mid December. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also, sorry. I just keep like thinking of memories. Like it's weird when I, the difference of when I was a kid to now, because like I said, now I don't like really care for gifts that much. But when I was a kid, Oh, of course. Everyone wants a gift as a kid. Was like, I would get so excited to open gifts and I would beg and beg and beg my parents to like open a gift early. And my sister, (laughs) this happened all the time, like every year. And I always fell for it. She would always be like, you can open one of my gifts early, like on Christmas Eve. And I would get so excited and I'd open it and it'd be a rock. (laughs) Literally like every year I would fall for it. I was just a dumb kid, probably. It's funny that you say you loved opening. Well, I'm sure you didn't love opening gifts in front of everyone. Or did you like doing that? I didn't mind it. I hated it. I hated it. I don't know if I'm just a weirdo, but when I was a kid and I would go to birthday parties, I'd always be like, I want to leave before they start opening gifts. Like, I don't want to see them opening my gift. Oh, open your gift. Both. Or if I had a birthday party, I like did not want to open gifts in front of everyone. See, I, I wouldn't mind like opening gifts in front of people, but I still get anxious when like people are about to open my gift. Yes, I know. Even, I don't even know why. we went to another two-year-old's birthday party a while ago and I was like so nervous. Like, what if someone gave them the same gift that we gave them? What if they hate it? Yeah, I don't know why <laughs> I get so stressed out. That's why, I mean, you can call me out if this is like unreasonable, but I think for this year... For our daughter's birthday, I just feel like until she's old enough to verbalize and say she wants it differently, it's just going to be like, we're going to be opening gifts later. (laughs) We're not opening them in front of everyone. I just feel like maybe I'm just a party pooper, but I feel like opening the birthday presents like for kids that are super young is just so stressful because everyone wants to help. Everyone's in in there. And like there's been so many birthday parties I went to before we had kids and like since we've had Olivia that like it's always like I mean she's not she might care for one or two gifts but like she's gonna lose her attention and there's gonna be a kid that's like grabbing the gifts and trying to open them and I can see her getting mad and it's like that's too stressful Yeah, that's too stressful (laughs) we'll open them later (laughs) also I like almost completely forgot about the reddit post oh (laughs) (laughs) whoops oops I did it again uh, I was like listening to you talking like, what was the Reddit post we were talking about? <laughs> um, so yeah. back to the snap back to reality. Yeah. So back to that. I feel like OP's not the a-hole. Um, but I think, I don't know. I think like is everyone, I wonder in that situation of like, like she comes from a really nice, like wealthy family, or if it's like everyone feels like maybe the wife does and like wants to keep up appearances. And if one person were to be like, Hey, can we figure something else out? Can we still do gifts, but figure out a different way to do it? Yeah. Like if everyone would be like, Oh, thank goodness. Cause this is stressful. It's not even the money aspect. It's like the stress and the time of trying to figure out yeah. what to get everybody. Well, and I think too, like, 
I don't know. I think a lot of people get caught up in like the Christmas magic or whatever and go into debt over something that's so does not need to be going in debt over. I feel like it sounds cheesy, but like I like like getting like cuddling up in like a warm house, having some hot chocolate, hanging out. Yeah. And pajamas I like that to me is that more would of be, like the Christmas yeah. magic. It's weird too that like gift giving is the tradition and not like, hey, on every Christmas we make it's corporate cookies. America's fault. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's the tradition instead of like, oh, we like this is the tradition of like making hot cocoa together or watching a Christmas movie together, like getting matching pajamas and each making a snack and watch like that feels like more of like what a tradition is instead of Yeah gift giving yeah like everyone gives gifts that's not i will say like a tradition to op's point um if this was something that for whatever reason was super important to her and her family like starbucks would be the first thing i would cut straight right and the fact that she's not like i mean starbucks has definitely gone up in price Maybe people are just used to like a certain way of living, but Starbucks, like any type of really expensive coffee drink to me just seems ridiculous to get all the time. I know. Because you add it up, if you're getting that every day, you're you're racking up thousands of dollars a year. Yeah. It's just not worth it. I feel like I, it's one of those things that's like, maybe you just get in the habit of doing but once you start making coffee at home, like you're just saving so much money. It's just not worth it. If you buy a five dollar Starbucks drinks that doesn't even exist anymore. Two hundred and fifty days out of the year. So I'm being generous. That's one thousand two hundred and fifty dollars a year. Yeah. That's for one person. Huh. Who knows if she's grabbing a bagel, That's a true. cake pop, croissant. I just, yeah, I feel like I would like sit down and be like, okay, we can do the traditions if we cut two out of five of the things on this list. That's what caught me off guard more than the gifts. Starbucks every day. Oh, poverty mindset. That punched me in the gut. I remember too, when I worked at the bank, I would start like, I had downloaded the Duncan app. And there was one like kind of on the way to work. And I remember like, oh, I can get points and then I can get a free drink. And I remember loading up my card. And I remember one time you look and be like, oh my gosh, you spent like $30 in the past two weeks at Dunkin'. Like we have coffee at home. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, I guess, I guess so. And then it was like a, a once in a, either on Monday or Friday. I'd it's easy myself. to lose track. I've it done is. the same thing. They had one time at McDonald's. It was like a buy anything and you can get like a McGriddle for a dollar, which is that's a great deal. And there was literally like every week for two. uh, I'm just adding myself as a fatty, but (laughs) (laughs) almost every day for like two weeks, I was like on my way to work and just super hungry and drove through McDonald's and got like a breakfast sandwich another McGriddle for a dollar and a hash brown. <laughs> and I added up and I had spent like $50 McDonald's in like two or three weeks. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, McDonald's slaps. And I'm sick of people crapping on it. 
it slaps, but I want the world to know right now, right here, the truth. That's Taco Bell breakfast. Yeah, we just had Taco Bell breakfast. We had it today. It was so good. It was so delicious. $5 Taco Bell breakfast box. You get Tell them what it comes with. It comes with, this is not sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It comes with the sausage morning crunch wrap, hash browns, the Cinnabon little rolls, the Cinnabon delights, and a drink, which we got iced coffee. And it was a pretty sizable, like 22 ounce coffee. $5. Now, if you're a sponsor, imagine how much better we can do if we were even being paid for that. We didn't even get paid for that. We didn't even get paid for that. Free. We're Um, just a believer now. We are. And here's my gripe, though, is I love Taco Bell, but Matt's always like, I don't know. I don't want Taco Bell. I just associate it with stomach cramps. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even that spicy. (laughs) But I don't know. I... So when you were like, oh, I wonder if Taco Bell breakfast is any good. And because we were passing when we were going to my parents the other day. And I was like, it's really good. We should get it tomorrow. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let's Blood try packed it. right now. <laughs> I'll do anything to get Taco Bell. It was really good. It was so delicious. I would get it again. And that's saying something. It had everything you need. Five bucks. So good. Kind of to out myself again is I was like, this is too good of a deal. It has to be an online exclusive because I need to know what's on the menu before it goes somewhere. Um, so I had looked up the menu. And I was like, this is too good of an offer. Like, this must be an online only kind of thing. So we'll order online and I'll go. And I just ordered it for like 8 o'clock in the morning because it was like, I don't know, we woke up kind of early. And then I pull up at like 7.59. I was like, I'll just wait in the car. And then I'm like, there's like literally nobody here. And then I look on the door and it's like, they open at eight. And I was like, what do I do here? Like the guy saw me. They had to be inside though, like making stuff already, right? They have to be like prepping stuff. I don't know. It looked like they just started when I walked in. It's not in. like they just flipped on the machines at eight. I don't know. It looked like they were like, because it took a minute. I was like, I'm here for mobile order. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. And then I looked at the menu board and it showed it. And I was like, I guess it isn't too good to be true. You can drive through and not have to awkwardly wait. If you work at like a breakfast place, if the restaurant or whatever opens at eight, you're probably there at like seven getting opening up, breathing up. That's and true. Getting ready. That's how I felt too. Like when we worked at the movie theater, like we'd get there at least 30 minutes before because we had to do like the turn on all the poppers and like remember those senior citizens that would show up early and start banging on the door i know we're not open yet yeah and that was also something that was like super annoying about the theater it was like there was no like clear cut open and close yeah like it was just like 15 minutes before the first movie yeah that first batch of popcorn probably tasted like chemicals uh, we always dumped it did you not do that i don't remember I remember, well, for a while it was just like whatever. And then I remember someone new was like, there's chemicals. You have to dump the first batch. So it was like, you dump the first batch and then start over. So that also took a time. If to you're learn. a morning fatty, that's your punishment. Chemical popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> but like, that was so annoying working at the theater. Like, can't we just always have the first movie start at eight? So we open at 745. There was always like. Or one whatever senior citizen that would show up like 15 minutes before we could open the doors and be like. Yeah, that Eric Andre meme. Let me Let me in. It's Sorry so the bus dropped you off early. <laughs> Rosemary, you're going to have to wait. That was another thing that was like, 
was like the bus of senior citizens coming and everyone paid with a twenty dollar bill. 20. And after like I need quarters now. <laughs> <laughs> I need more fives and ones. <laughs> Call the money manager. <laughs> it's true. Quick. They just dropped out of the St. Johnson bus. <laughs> Too funny. It's hundred percent true though. It is. Anyone that's worked in some sort of retail job with seniors knows they always pay with a crisp 20. I will say what I appreciate about seniors, though, is they were a bit cleaner. What do you mean? Like they didn't really leave the theater a mess. That's true. They had manners. They had manners. (laughs) The military taught that when they got drafted. Somehow nothing they passed on to their general (laughs) (laughs) future generations. Uh, I remember talking with one of my friends when I first started working in the theater and I was like, people are so messy. Like, how do they leave their drink in the cup holder and all this stuff? And she was like, well, I at least will take my drink out of the cup holder and put it on the floor. I'm like, that's worse. That's, that's so, so much, much worse. worse. <laughs> Someone could kick that over. I don't, I'm not going to say like blanket. I'll, it's one generation. Yeah. I mean, there's people in our generation that are probably like nice and have manners. Like you're more thoughtful than I am. Like sometimes I'll just leave stuff and you're like, nah, pick that up. <laughs> yeah. What? They're going to come clean it right now. I, I will say some generations are very like, it's their job. Like, yeah, it's their job, but they're not getting paid nearly enough to put up with your bad attitude. They don't get a bonus for the more popcorn they clean up, Harold. Yeah. But I remember I hated that. I was like, I remember doing like a fake, 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 like very obviously like, I hate you chuckle to someone that like, cause it was like my seventh time of having to do it. Someone would like intentionally take popcorn out of their bag and like drop it on the floor and be like, job security. Yeah. I was like, you can. I am a human, sir. <laughs> I know. Or, you know, it was a very common joke, more common than you would expect is when I was doing like the front, front. Oh, class. I know. <laughs> you want to come to my house and do that? No, I don't. Are you going to pay me? Can you pay me more than $7 an hour? That's what I'm making here. You <laughs> know. Or it would suck when you would do like the front door glass and then someone like the movie would just get out and someone would be like, thanks and put their hand right across the glass. <sighs> You're welcome. Have a great day. Hope you had the ultimate movie going experience. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. You as well. <laughs> arms burning from wiping the glass for so <laughs> I long. I hated it. I remember I snapped on a team leader once for like, he asked me like six times in a row to do it. And I was like, make someone else do it. I'm tired. <laughs> there was this one TL that I had that anytime, like, I really don't think she liked me. Cause anytime I worked with her and she was my TL, I was like, Ugh. cause she would always make me do front door glass, cover doors break. And one time it wasn't even like, that busy of a theater like that busy of a movie but she's like i need you to go into the closet and get out the hog which was like this weird <laughs> <The> hog <laughs> do you remember that weird oh thing? yeah it was like this like the hog was reserved for like the messiest of <laughs> experiences i was like what like this theater i don't think the theater is that messy i need you to go grab it and use the <laughs> hog <laughs> it was like this huge heavy like not even machine op it was like manual powered it and was just ridiculous like, it was and it was like what I don't think it even worked that well. No, it made more of a mess. Yeah. It was just, I remember just thinking like, why? We have an old, old, whole episode on our oh, experiences. Yeah. We could. Sorry for that tangent again. I hope it was funny. Well, we are just over an hour. So I think, um, I think this is a good time to Blake. Uh, <laughs> 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 
to break. Yeah. Um, and no, not uh, not the a-hole. I will vote not the a-hole. Have a conversation with those in-laws. You got to do what you got to do. Look at that budget. Times are tough. This economy's rough. You know, in yeah. this economy. <sighs> um, yeah. Well, um, I feel better about this podcast than last week. That's for sure. Although we did get off on we, some We did get off on some tangents, but... Is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> um, all right. Well, until next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.